What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. It was a crazy game in Atlanta last night between the Hawks and the Bucks. The Hawks got the victory, one ten to eighty eight. They tied the series up at two. And the next game is tomorrow night in Milwaukee, and Giannis will not be playing after he got a knee injury. He went down clutching the back of his knee, which made everybody think that he tore his ACL. He came down pretty bad on it and was able to walk off under his own power, so that was kind of a good sign. And then he came back onto the court to hype up the team, but then he went back into the locker room. And, yeah, thank God he didn't tear his ACL. Like, that's the last thing that anyone needs. So it says his timetable to return is unclear, and he didn't tear any ligaments in his knee, according to ESPN. So the Bucks should probably just put Giannis's brother into the starting lineup. He's pretty much a similar type of player. Like, he's his brother. <laughs> so in his absence, he should be able to fill his spot. That was just a thought. But Chris Middleton's going to have to step up. He had 16 points last night, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and 36 minutes. Not the best shooting night. He was 0 for 7 for 3. Drew Holiday, 19 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds. For the Hawks, they didn't have Trey Young last night. Lou Williams provided a pretty good scoring night. He led them in scoring last night, 21 points. Eight assists, five rebounds, and a steal. Bogdanovich, 20 points. Kevin Herter, 15 points. Gallinari, 10 points off the bench. And the Hawks were able to take control of this game pretty much after Giannis got hurt, and they were already up before he got hurt. And they were playing pretty good in front of their home crowd last night. Obviously, they have a pretty energetic fan base in Atlanta. And it always looks light in there. So <laughs> I'm sure that they feed off of that energy. So that's pretty much that for that game. Tonight we got the Suns against the Clippers in L.A. The Suns are up 3-2. to two. It's not Suns in 5, unfortunately. I was just saying that. <laughs> so this is game 6. And, yeah, maybe Devin Booker could win on the road tonight and defeat the Clippers and move on to the NBA Finals with Chris Paul. It would be such a cool story for the Phoenix Suns to be able to get the NBA Finals after not being good for such a long time. Obviously, they were good when they had Amari Stoudemire and Steve Nash back in the day. And... A long time ago when, like, Charles Barkley was there. But the Phoenix Suns were at the bottom of the NBA in regard to the standings two years ago. Like, they were one of the worst teams. And they've really benefited through the draft, getting Mikael Bridges. And, obviously, DeAndre Ayton is a savage. So, 
I think Chris Paul was the missing piece that the Suns really needed to take their teams to the next level because Devin Booker is obviously the superstar that he is. And they're capable of winning the NBA championship this year. So I guess we're going to have to see if they can close up Clippers tonight in L.A. Paul George is going to have to pull off a great performance. He calls himself playoff P, but he's really going to have to prove that tonight. Obviously, no Kawhi still out with an injury. The Clippers really have missed not having Kawhi Leonard in this series. It's the biggest series that matters. Like the Clippers are trying to prove all the haters wrong and get to the finals themselves and prove that they could be LA's team. Obviously, they're not with the LA Lakers history, but you know, the Clippers could quickly gain a lot more fans if they were able to beat the Suns, but they're down in the series, so they need to tie it up tonight if they want to piss off a lot of Laker fans, at least. (laughs) So some UFC news, Sean O'Malley, he's one of my favorite fighters, he's a very entertaining guy, he has podcasts, he does like shit on Twitch and shit, like he's, he's an entertainer. Like, he's a great UFC fighter. He's a knockout artist. He's fighting on the Conor McGregor undercard, and his opponent, Luis Smolka, had a pullout because he had an injury. So they needed to find Sean O'Malley, a new opponent, and they found this kid that is making his UFC debut. His name is Chris Moutinho. He's 9-4. and four. He was fighting on, like, the smaller UFC fight pass promotions, like Titan FC and stuff like that. So, Cage Fury also. So, Sean O'Malley's getting a brand-new fighter in front of the UFC audience, Chris Moutinho. Again, Sean O'Malley on the Conor McGregor undercard July 10th. That's going to be the next part of the Sugar Show. So, Sean O'Malley, very entertaining fighter. He's known for knocking guys out cold and then just walking away. So, he is a savage. And obviously, looking forward to the Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier trilogy on that fight card. That's going to be one of the best fights of the year. And it's going to prove who's the better man in that rivalry. Obviously, pulling for Conor. I like Dustin Poirier also. He's a great fighter. He's a good dude. But Eddie makes good hot sauce. I fucks with his hot sauce. I put that shit on a lot of shit. No cap. But anyway, looking forward to that fight. Hopefully, Connor pulls up with a different type of technique in this third installment of Dust Poirier versus Connor McGregor. Hopefully, he checks the leg kicks, and that was a part of his downfall in the second fight. 
which led to him getting dropped and then getting stopped and knocked out. So I guess we're going to have to see who's the aggressor and if Connor tries to take Dustin down or something like that or something crazy, trying to submit him or something like that. Like he's well-versed in all the aspects of martial arts. Obviously he has great boxing and he's very technical with how he throws punches and stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's July 10th. Then July 17th, they got Islam Makachev against Tiago Moises in the lightweight division. Islam Makachev is the second coming of Khabib. They're very close friends and training partners. He's from Dagestan also, in Russia. So those guys are the true savages. They all train together at American Kickboxing Academy in San Jose, California when they are in America. So Khabib produces a lot of fighters now. And he's definitely going to be like one of the best trainers in MMA. And that's just like such an easy transition for one of the greatest fighters of this generation, especially in MMA. And I read something the other day that he said that he misses fighting and he knew that this would happen eventually. So who knows? We see Khabib fight in some type of fight, like a boxing match or if he goes back to the UFC. I'm sure a lot of people would love to see him fight again. Obviously put the 29-0 on the line. And yeah. So quick... Uh, the New York Rangers defenseman Adam Fox, he won the Norris Trophy, which is the best defenseman in the NHL. And that's pretty sick. He's only in his second season, and he's from Long Island. So shout out to Adam Fox. He won the Norris Trophy. And, yeah, the Rangers definitely have one of the best young defensemen in the league. And... That's apparent now. now. So hopefully the Rangers can put together some moves during the offseason, get some young players on the team, and create a winning culture that they really need. It's been a long time since the Rangers had a good team, since I was, like, in high school. So that's that. We're in a heat wave right now in Long Island. It's so fucking hot. Like, it's getting to be, like, almost, like, 100 degrees out here. Definitely losing some weight from the fucking heat. Definitely need to drink more water. And, yeah, it's been a quick episode of One Stop Shop. Just wanted to do a little basketball update. And... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Peace out.